Illinois lawmakers have left Springfield after passing a $50 billion annual budget. Democrats also used their supermajorities to push through a number of other bills that Republicans opposed. Let's bring Eric Stock back into the show. Here's here's conversation with State House reporter Cameron Cutanello. So the big story of every spring legislative session is the budget. Lawmakers approved it. It didn't seem to take very long to get a budget passed once lawmakers started debating it. But it's still, but lawmakers still miss their self-imposed deadline to get it done the week before Memorial Day. So what was holding it up? Yeah, so session did go um, a week past the schedule, scheduled May 19th adjournment. Um, just for some context, they usually go into Memorial Day weekend and end up working on Memorial Day. Um, so we did avoid that this year. But one of the main delays came from a program which gives Medicaid-style health care to undocumented residents um, that was it's forecasted to cost a bit more than they initially planned for. Um, So the budget that they ended up um, passing um, gives $550 million to this program, which is about half of the $1.1 billion that the program is expected to need. So there was a good amount of debate between the Democratic Party leaders about how exactly to go about handling that. Um, And so the compromise that they ultimately reached was they passed a separate piece of legislation which gives the governor rulemaking powers to try and control costs and control enrollment at that program. And that seemed to be the Republicans' main concern about the bill since this budget vote went along party lines? Yeah, so the Republicans had um, a lot of their usual concerns about um, overspending. They're worried that ultimately this budget, um, with the budget plan, that spending is going to overshadow revenues and Un- make the ba- make the budget unbalanced. Um, but there were also two other things that Republicans wanted that they ultimately did not fully get. They wanted a $4 raise for caregiver workers who work with the developmentally disabled, and the budget gave a $2.50 raise. Um, so they were disappointed about that. And then they were also disappointed that the budget did not include an extension for the Invest in Kids Scholarship Program. Um, which gives residents a tax credit if they give scholarship donations to private schools. Illinois became the first state to approve a ban on book bans. It says libraries would lose state funding if they remove materials because of, quote, partisan or doctrinal disapproval. Book bans have been on the rise in other parts of the country in the latest culture war. How did that debate play out in Springfield? Yeah, it was certainly one of our um, spirited debates from session. Um, We had Republicans saying that these decisions should be left up to local library boards and that for the state to do this is an overreach. Um, They think that if books are inappropriate, then um, individual library boards should get to make the decision on whether or not to carry those books. Um, And then on the other side, we had Democrats saying that people should have access to all books and that it should be up to the individual person on what they read and don't read. And then we also had a further debate about school libraries um, with Republicans saying that there should be an exception for school libraries and Democrats still disagreeing and say that it should be up to the parents on what books their kids do and do not read. Were there any consequential votes that won anything close to bipartisan support? Yeah, there were a couple votes that got um, bipartisan support. Um, One big one is the end on the ban to nuclear construction. Um, That bill actually had a Republican sponsor in the Senate and a Democratic sponsor in the House. Um, So it ultimately split the Democratic Party with moderate Democrats siding with the Republicans and saying that these new plans should be built 
and more progressive Democrats questioning if nuclear energy really is green and questioning issues with waste disposal. Um, but a lot of the votes, such as gender-neutral bathrooms, ending deceptive practices at crisis pregnancy centers and full-day kindergarten were passed on partisan lines. There were several measures, including one on gun control, that came up this session but did not get across the finish line. Can you highlight a few of those and explain what happens now? Yeah, so some there was a couple bigger pieces of legislation that got kind of just proposed too late into session for it to go through the whole track in time. Um, one of these was a gun control bill, which would allow judges um, to order people who are subject to personal protection orders to surrender their weapons to law enforcement. There was another bill that has more than a dozen changes to cannabis law in Illinois, um, which would include allowing drive through and curbside sales. And then there was also one which includes some, um, some tax breaks for the bears as they move to Arlington Heights. So these bills, um, a lot like the Investing Kids Act, will be taken up in veto session and further discussed um, to if whether or not they should pass. Um, so yeah, veto session, which is scheduled to start October 26th. As we continue with Capitol reporter Cameron Cutinello, I'm Eric Stock. An issue that attracted a lot of attention for McLean County residents was the bill to expand the Bloomington Normal Airport Authority's tax base to include all of McLean County and not just Bloomington Normal. This was another party-line vote. All McLean County Republican lawmakers voted against it. Democrats voted for it. How much discussion did this get uh, before the vote? Yeah, this one got um, a lot of debate in both committee and on the floor in both chambers. Um, in committees, you had representatives from McLean County um, coming out, um, and you have supporters of the legislation who are saying that the people in McLean County uh, benefit from this airport and they use the airport, and it's not just the residents of Bloomington Normal, and therefore everyone should pay taxes on it. Um, but you have the other side who is saying that it's unfair to raise taxes on McLean County residents for an airport that is in Bloomington Normal. And some good government advocates have called for strong ethics reform in state government after the Commonwealth Edison bribery convictions that were very recent and the federal charges that former House Speaker Mike Madigan faces. Was there any discussion at all about ethics reform in this session, or do lawmakers view this bribery case as a one-off? There's definitely a lot of discussion, but not a lot of action. We saw Republicans in both chambers coming out in support of passing an ethics reform package. Um, former Governor Pat Quinn came to Springfield to hold a press conference in support. Ultimately, the General Assembly did send a bill to the governor, which bans red light camera companies from making cam campaign contributions. And this follows multiple state and local politicians, including two state senators, receiving federal indictments for bribery charges related to red light camera companies. Um, so this is kind of the only major legislation we saw we saw passed for ethics reform, but there was certainly a lot of discussion about what can be done. That was State House reporter Cameron Cutanello and WGLT's Eric Stock.